This is an Anami podcast. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Growing Up with Devin. I am Devin, and we are all growing up. How fun is that? I met Van at my friend Andrew Bachelor's. We were making some some content, <laughs> as you do in LA. And I got to meet Van. I had already seen her popping up all over my social media doing a dance I had kind of never seen or processed, which is called shuffling. And she was popping up everywhere. Then I met her in person, and I've just watched her take her shuffling out into the world, teach it do it on a very big scale, do it with a ton of color and passion, and spread it to a lot of people. Our conversation, man, it goes a lot of places, but we talk about her her birth of finding this vision for self-expression and when it didn't exist in her life, where it's carried her now. We get into, I don't know, spirituality, manifestation, her family, my family, all the things, man. I really enjoyed this conversation with her, and I think you will too. And if you've never seen shuffling videos before, check out Van Seiko on all the things. She's got a huge following, millions of people, and she's out there in the rave culture just just being a fucking dance celebrity. (laughs) We have merch out now. Check it out at growingupstore.com. Follow us on the things if you haven't. Subscribe if you haven't and leave us a nice rating and review. We love you. Enjoy this conversation with my friend Van Seiko. Van Seiko. Hey! Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. It's this is so exciting. It's great to see you. I've been wanting to have you on because I know you have interesting things to say. Yes, absolutely. Not just dance, but <laughs> things to say. Oh, yeah. You strike me as someone mm. uh, who self-expression is a <laughs> priority for. Absolutely. When did you decide... That self-expression was going to be a career, like a life path. Oh, my goodness. Definitely not when I was a kid. Oh, my God. I was, like, so lost when I was young. Like, I was just trying to do what everybody else was doing. Mm. Which is why I think it's so cool, first of all, that I'm here. First of all, thank you for having me. Like, you're iconic. Thanks for coming. Thanks. <laughs> and you're part of all of our childhoods. Like, it's weird. It's crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. Like, I don't know. It's weird to me. And it's so inspiring to me seeing younger people kind of like know what they want. Or maybe yeah. I don't know if it was what you wanted. I don't know. We haven't gotten yeah. there. Yeah, but no, I always did. I being knew. so driven at such a young age. And like, I didn't have that. I didn't feel that. Like, I guess I didn't have my enlightenment is what I, I would say until I was like 20, 21. And that's when I realized I wanted to be a dancer. And that's when I realized I I was like, I always wanted to sing. And I was like, at 21 is when I realized like, oh, I think I'll be able to pursue it. Like, I think I'm beautiful enough now. I think I I believe Mm. in myself enough. But I didn't have that when I was younger. Like, I was just like, cheerleader because everyone else is doing it. Go to college, study something because everyone else is doing it. Like, pushed into this, like, society what wants you to do. Like, I I would say I probably was expressive when I was little. But I feel like really it was like when my enlightenment happened, when I found my passion, when I was like 21. Mm. And when I had kind of like a major mind change. Did something instigate that? Yeah, definitely finding music festivals. <laughs> Dude, I get it. Yeah, yeah, music, I guess, instigated that. Amazing. House music. I get it. Finding shuffling, which is the dance style that I do, yep. and realizing that I could be really good at it. Mm. And then I was like, what am I doing? And this was in college. I was like, what am I doing here? I mm. actually hate this. I was studying political sciences just because I liked arguing. Like, I was such an angry person. <laughs> 
because I liked arguing and now I really <laughs> every time I tell a lawyer that now they're like okay well that's actually not what you do all day you actually try to get somewhere I'm like no I, it's like no this whole, you're like no let me argue no, your point me- <laughs> you're wrong <laughs> I don't know. And so, yeah, I was like, I realized when I realized that you can feel joy and fulfillment and all these things, and I felt it through dance for the first time, and I felt it, and I started posting on social media, and it was working and all that stuff. When I realized that, I felt it was like in my duty to let other people know that as well, which is, I feel like, what mm-hmm. my purpose is. I don't know. This is getting deeper. No, quick, no, no. This is this is what I want to know. I didn't really know that I wanted to literally express yeah. art until I was like 21. Where'd you go to college? UCF. 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 Central Florida. Central Florida. You grew up in Miami, right? And I'm from Miami, but I went up to UCF just because everyone was like applying to colleges. So I was like, okay, I'll apply to college. Like, it's so sad that, I mean, not really here. I feel like here in California or maybe in Hollywood or maybe just kids who are more evolved at a young age and they're like, know what they want. Like, I always wanted that, but I just didn't believe in myself enough to like be like, okay, I'm going to be an artist. And I just was dri- like, kind of like always like driven by the crowd kind of. Mm. And that's why I went to college. I did the whole thing. But when I was in college, that's when I went to my first music festival and I saw shuffling and I saw what people were doing with their feet. And I always loved dancing and I always loved music and I always loved singing. And I was like, this is cool. I don't know. And then one thing led to another and I saw this girl doing shuffling on social media and she was the only person doing it. Now, it's like a massive thing on social media. But she was the only person doing it and I kind of like connected to that at the time. I was like, this is kind of cool. Like, let me just start posting my journey a little bit. And then everything just kind of fell together. I don't really know. When shuffling clicked for me, when dance clicked for me, I realized that that joy and that fulfillment that I was feeling that I had never felt before. Like I didn't know if I believed in God before. I didn't really know if I believed in anything. But then when I started to believe in myself, I'm like a Buddhist all of a sudden. (laughs) When I started to believe in myself and believe that like I held the power and the control over my life, I didn't just want to pursue it, but I wanted to let other people know, which is like a big part of my posting on social media and my videos. Like my first video I ever posted, I put something motivational. I was like, I always wanted to leave some sort of inspiration with my words. Like it's never just been about my dance and then my personalities out of it. Like I've recognized and I've read enough books to know that I think that I'm a visionary and I, I want to like uplift people like that's what I want to do through my art so I don't know it all kind of clicked around that time because I didn't really know what my purpose was bitch I don't even really know if I know what my purpose is now but (laughs) do we ever really know I don't know yeah I've I've known at times in my life what my purpose is and then there's times where maybe I'm living it but I don't know it you know where it like kind of it's less in my awareness where I feel like I don't fucking know maybe I'm living it because what, what, what do you think it is Right, right. Oh my God, deep question. Yeah, no, I don't know. Right mm-hmm. now, I don't have the words for it. The last few years, it's kind of been more amorphous. There were times in my life where I was very clear on like, oh, mm-hmm. I want to inspire people mm-hmm. and I want to do this and I want to do that. Yeah. And like, maybe I still want those things, but it's less clear yeah. to me than like, no, I know that I want my platform yeah. to do this. Yeah. I'm, I'm living more of an I don't know these days. Oh, okay. You know, literally same. I, I think yeah. also too, when you're like still a little younger, like I was 20, I was just so like, not naive, but you're just like spunkier about yes. life. Yes. And no, I, I had that too. Yes. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. No, exactly. But, I'm going to change the world. I'm going to change the world for sure. And maybe you are. But you know what? It was like an emotional thing for me because- I was crying a lot of the time. Like, I don't know if you've ever experienced enlightenment. And it wasn't through like church or it wasn't through like something. It was literally just that I found myself. I don't know. Mm. No, don't I know do what know. happened. I do know. I went to uh, Burning Man when I was 20. Oh, oh that's and so cool. 
I had been to some music festivals and I know what, like, I'm not discounting those experiences at all. That's why when you said like, oh, it was a music festival, I'm like, oh no, that makes sense. Like, yeah, you can have a profound self-realization when you're in a space that's so free. And elevated. Yeah, music yeah. festival, the energy and the freedom of expression, the freedom of connection. Yes. You don't have to be afraid of judgment, who am I judgment fear. because it's not in the space really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People aren't judging. They're there to yeah. have a great time. Yeah. And when you've never experienced a space like that and then you do as a young person or old, whatever, at any point when you experience that level of freedom, No, it can have a profound self-realization. Like you can go, oh, I'm more than I've given myself credit for. 100%. And like, oh, I can forgive these things I've been judging about myself. And, oh, wait, I have the power to choose what I love and what I want to be. Yeah. And it wasn't even just like one festival. You know what I mean? It was like, it was like an era of my life where before I was like very judgmental. So this is me in college, right? I just gone to college, had no passion. I was just like, do it because everyone else is doing it. Join the sorority because everyone's joining the sorority, do the thing. And I'm in there and then someone's like, let's go to a music festival. And I remember I was like, that's so uh, like I'm like that's like a Ooh, druggy techno. place <gasps> I was Druggies. so judgy yeah you were oh my god I think about those days and I'm like who is that girl I'm like mm-hmm. I would never want to go back to that judgmental place Mm-mm. and then when I went I finally like gave in and I saw just the community and the and the greatness of it and I actually understood house music for the first time ever I was like oh this is kind of cool and then I saw shuffling and then I saw that girl on social media it was like a whole era of probably like three months of my life where Mm. I was like this is so cool and you know like I said deep down I always like I wanted to dance I was a cheerleader growing up and I was like captain of my cheer team always wanted to like make little dances never could do it though because my parents had gone through a really like hard financial situation from when I was like eight till like the end of high school like till college till literally college and so like to me I was like like, you know, finance dictates the whole life. Like everyone's like in these competitive dance worlds or learning guitar and piano. And like, I couldn't do with those things. So I just, I held on to other things and I, you know, I kept going in other ways. And so when I felt this environment and I saw this dance, I was like, this is always what I've wanted to do, but I never believed in myself enough to be like, just do it. You know what I mean? Just go yeah. on YouTube and teach yourself, just do this. Yeah. So around that time, I finally believed in myself. It sounds so cliche. It sounds so cliche, but I finally believed in myself and I felt real joy, like real joy, not joy because I went to the fair or joy because I, I went on a vacation and it's like cool because you're showing it to people. Like I actually felt like my joy, Mm. you know what I mean? And it was in my duty. And it was so, so emotional because I was like, I want people to feel this feeling too. Mm. And that's why I wanted to let people know like joy is obtainable. Like fulfillment is obtainable. Doing what you love in this life and being happy is obtainable. It sounds so cliche, but it is. And (laughs) Mm -hmm. I've read books, but my favorite book is Discovering Your Dharma by Sahara Rose. And your dharma is your purpose. And it explains like different types of archetypes of humans that there are on this earth. Mm -hmm. So there's artist, entertainer, entrepreneur, researcher, activist. Like that's why there's obviously different people in this life meant to do different things. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like we are actually Yeah, not here. everyone's meant to be an artist. Not everyone's yeah. meant to be an activist on the streets like yep. holding, but they are like it's in their duty. You know what I mean? There's also one in the list of, I think there's like eight of them that I read in there that's called a visionary. And a visionary is not someone who like visualizes cool ideas. Like a visionary is, well, I mean, that can also be it. But what I learned from this book is that a visionary is someone who is here during this time to like bring in the new paradigm and bring in this like new way of thinking thinking to 
the masses. Because not a lot of people feel like it's in their duty to like uplift others. Like that's yeah, yeah. not yeah, really a lot of people don't. don't. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when I read that, I felt really identified. And I was like, yeah. yeah, it's not just me dancing. Like I'm good at dancing and I got yeah. good at dancing. But it wasn't just that. It was like trying to bring joy to others. Yeah. Because that's literally what we're meant to do in this earth. I see that in what you do too. You were one of the first shufflers that started like all of a sudden your videos just started like popping up on I think Instagram or TikTok, like, and I had never seen a lot of shuffling. Now it's like really out there. This was yeah, like a couple of years back. And I'm like, what? Like, this is yeah. so fun to watch. <laughs> like, there's like this electric. If you've never watched shuffling at home, listeners, just search <laughs> shuffling videos. Like, it's a type of dance that you do to house music or any music. Or techno. But yeah, techno. Yeah, you no, know, mainly EDM. Um, like, yeah, EDM. And it's, I remember like your videos kept popping up and I would mm-hmm. watch them because I'm like, it would bring me joy. It would bring me joy. <laughs> like there's a there's an energy yeah. that you bring to what you do. Yeah, I've watched you like grow that. Like those videos were just you. Now yeah. you do it with like yeah, tons of people, tons of people, incredible like themed costume. Like two years ago, yeah. it was when I was on AGT. We we had a team yes. on AGT for the first time, which yes. is really cool. Shuffling is definitely growing. Like since 2018 and the rise of shuffling on social media. Yeah. Because you can't take away from the history of shuffling. Shuffling has definitely been around. It's been I'm underground. Sure. Yeah. Melbourne shuffling from Melbourne and then cutting mm. shapes. They're all shuffling, but cutting shapes comes from the underground of the UK, the black so. community in the UK. They weren't able to do it in like real clubs. So they would do it underground, like where they were allowed. A lot of our style comes from the black community, the style that I do of the UK, and then also a different style of shuffle, which is Melbourne, comes from Melbourne, Australia. And yeah, it's been around since like the 70s, 80s. And yeah, and people were doing it like in crews, even around LMFAO time, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that sure. song. Yeah. It was, it was a thing, but shuffle. it wasn't really on social media because there wasn't any social media. Yeah. But ever since like 2018, 2017, starting with a couple of big influencers like Elena Cruz, the girl who inspired me that Mm. I told you I was seeing her videos. She kind of started posting online, a couple of other people at the time. And then I started posting online and I would definitely say I'm one of the, like the pioneers and the trailblazers for making it as big as what it is today on social media, bringing people together, doing choreographies and teaching it in classes because it wasn't taught anywhere in the United States. I mean, it was already a little more advanced than like Spain, UK, Russia, but classes here, I feel like that's kind of what legitimizes a dance style is classes like sure go to class and you can learn, learn hip-hop contemporary mm-hmm. ballet like all these things but there was not really like there was maybe a couple pop-ups in all of the u.s like so i started consistently teaching it in 2018 and in, in a commercial studio here in hollywood and it, it actually made a, a giant community here and i think that that also made waves and now there's more classes in new york more classes in miami but that was like not offered before so social media has definitely helped the popularity of it the community of it and to be more classes taught because if a dance style is going to stay underground which it's kind of a controversial it's been a controversial thing in the past that like the ogs don't like it to come course. out of, you Th- know it, th- that's in any art in form any art people form. love to be like oh no that shit was Gatekeepers. only cool when no one knew about it yeah but I've the natural progression of things is for it to 100 percent. and here's the thing is that i got some shit you for like can. teaching and for charging classes and they were like oh and i'm not even bitter about it anymore but you know a lot of the ogs would be so upset with me and i'm just like if this is something that's supposed to bring again back to the joy, joy. Yeah. i'm like little poppy from trolls i'm like this is supposed to bring joy <laughs> <laughs> if this is something that's supposed to bring joy to people, why are you gatekeeping? Like, because yeah. they're like, this is a dance that saved me. 
do you not want that do for not, others? Right. Like, it's not about you. Right. It's this dance style is not about making money. Sure, I have to charge because you have your, to keep your work. Yeah, your value up. But that's not the. It's to bring a more awareness to this. You know, to this dance style. So, yeah. But yeah. So it, there's definitely been like a giant rise because of classes, social media collaborations, finally yeah. getting on somewhere like America's Got Talent with my team, and yeah, it's been a, a really, really cool and beautiful journey. Yeah, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I mean, teaching it to other people too I think is beautiful because even if you learn the base level of shuffling just literally in their body they're going to experience more joy when they hear EDM because they're going to be able to shuffle yeah at least foundationally uh-huh. and like I mean dance is joy it's yeah. expression Movement it's, is it's, healing. It, it is that that yeah. thing a lot of us are stuck kind so of stuck. in our bodies or numb or like, cold or... Energy's not moving. Exactly. And that's why we get sick or that's why we have certain pains. Like, I definitely believe in chakras. Do you? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, like like certain blockages, like yeah. energy-wise, are the reason why we're constantly sick here or constantly yeah. have these issues. And it's like movement can heal so much. Like, on my most depressed days, I realize, I'm like, oh, I have not even done a single exercise today. I have yeah. not moved. And I'll go out and I'll dance for a second. And afterwards, I'm like, I can... I'm going to take over the world it's like it's crazy what just moving your body can do and honestly that's probably why like i'm sitting here thinking like i found my enlightenment it's like no you actually just started feeling and moving and unblocking like you know part of it your chakra your root (laughs) chakra (laughs) your root chakra that's where the money comes from I got to move that one then. Yeah, got to move you You got to. i'm not even kidding you really need to move around the root chakra all right all right all right coach yeah Money. You know what I'm saying everyone wiggling. Yeah, we all wiggling, wiggling. our root chakra now. Root. Let's get a little. Let's get root. a little money wiggle going. Money wiggle. All right. Wiggle. I all strongly right. believe in that. Yeah. I'm a Capricorn and Taurus rising, so I am about my bag. <laughs> 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 like I'm here to do what I do and get a bag. <laughs> get my bag as well. No, listen. That we, we, listen. We're all in a capitalist What's society. Zodiac? I'm a Pisces. Oh, I love Pisces. Yeah, you do. Everybody loves a Pisces. I love Pisces. <laughs> when people talk shit about Pisces, I don't trust them. I love Pisces. My favorite artists are Pisces. Yeah, we're, we're yeah, that's it. We're dreamers. And you guys are, yeah, dreamers and artistic and like you care for people. You're like always there for like, like to like have just to support people. And I that's love, right. love, love Pisces. That's right. You strike me as someone who has a ton of work ethic. Like I see how much you're, you're not just like, shuffling a little bit you're like practicing all the fucking time and working out and like i can just see the work ethic when did that come in and how important is it well i feel like the way i was raised my mom is also a capricorn (laughs) capricorn raised by a capricorn woman and uh i mean capricorns are very hardworking, kind of addicted to the hustle which is kind of Toxic. Yeah, a bit. that has but a toxic side. That's always been like a part of me. Mm. And I mean, there's a lot more than just like the practicing and the like the physical aspect. Like there's the whole like clothing line that we have, yeah. which is my family. And then my my brother does like the filmmaking, everything. Like it's like a hustle household. Like mm. we're always and we all still live with each other, mm-hmm. even though we're in like later twenties. Yeah, it's just like the environment that I've surrounded myself in with and in. And I think when you just like start to see yourself getting better at a craft, you like want to get even better and 
better and better. So you like start to become like, I think it's a little toxic too. Just like ad- addicted to, <laughs> to like the growth, to the growth yeah. and to getting better. But then I feel like I've also had my fair share of like social media. Like also you can get a little addicted to like the numbers. Oh, yeah. And then there's like that toxic part of it where it's like, like, are you even expressing art at this point? Or are you just doing chasing what people are going to mm-hmm. chasing the number or mm-hmm. chasing the growth or chasing the best mm-hmm. version of you or competitiveness? So it's like a balance of like, actually, I've heard it's like work smarter, not harder. Because I yeah. used to be like, you just have to work really hard. And then I'm like, well, actually, I think life is about enjoyment more than anything. Right. So when I, fa- I feel myself falling into like those like really like just go, 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 then I end up with like horrible pains and then like I'm just like burnt out yeah. and all these things. So it's a balance. Yep. It's a balance. But sure I definitely is. learned it from my mom. And my dad is very hardworking as well. But my mom is like, my mom, I call her hormiguita because a little aunt in okay, Spanish, yeah. hormiga. Yeah. She's an hormiguita. She okay. just walks. Oh, she's always doing something in the house. It's like Sunday. And she's like running around. I'm like, mom. And something done? She starts like, like finding something else. Yeah. <laughs> And then she complains about it afterwards. Like, I'm always doing this. I'm like, no You're one's choosing asking you to do anything. Yeah. You're choosing this. At this, this. point. <laughs> but I'm happy she's embedded that like in us because like also I feel like another thing that instilled like work, work, like be great at something, like make sure you don't settle for less is is the fact that we went through kind of like a financial hardship where my parents lost everything when we were like 10, 11. Was it 11? I think it was like 11. I was 11 years old and it was around 2000. Nine when the 2008 when the oh, whole crash, thing crashed yeah. and they lost their business and this whole thing we went from being like not like really rich but like you know like middle class we had our boat in Florida we would go out on our boat like you know and really nice life where we had everything and then we just lost everything like our house our boats our cars my dad literally rode a bicycle to wow. the train to work and my mom just had to get a different job. like, And then also immigration issues that they went through all simultaneously. So wow. they couldn't even get real jobs. Like it was really rough. So feeling all of that and seeing how they were still hustling. Like I was just like, when I got older, I was like, yeah, I don't ever want to struggle with money. Like I always want to feel, because money, does it buy, <laughs> does it buy happiness? <laughs> to a point, yes. You know? It buys Peace, yeah, I think, yeah. and like no, it's a myth that money doesn't, doesn't buy happiness. Yeah, or to, it's a perspective, right? No, I mean people have like kind of studied it in the last few years, and like I agree with this, which is like past a certain point, more money doesn't buy you more happiness. Mm. Does that make mm. sense? So yeah. like Love past that. a certain point, more isn't gonna yeah. equal more happiness, yeah. right? And it might actually equal less happiness if you haven't done the self-work because you might just be too money focused. But Mm -hmm. without a certain amount, money absolutely is a factor in your happiness because of the peace factor. Peace. Because if you're fucking anxious about your survival, that's not fucking happy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you know your shit is taken care of and handled, and that doesn't have to be excessive, but if you just know, you know where your meal is, you know where... Your shell, you know, you're set with your rent for a year. The like, people around you are good. Yeah, the people you know around I mean? you are okay and that you can take care of some people. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that is going to create more happiness Completely. and peace for and sure. Just stability and like peace. Seeing my parents like struggle when I was oh, younger and like seeing that that affected their happiness, like because in turn it like, well, it didn't really affect us because like we're kids and stuff, but like. And we were still finding happiness in everything. And they were very positive. Like one thing they also instilled in us is like 
just we are healthy and like we're mm. alive and we're good and we mm. have everything that we need. Like we're not on the streets, you know what I mean? It wasn't that yeah. bad. And they always like were fighting to get out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I I for sure think that seeing them struggle kind of like made me feel like that's kind of like not anything that I ever want to feel in my life. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's going to happen. I know that it's not going to be rainbows and butterflies. Like money is an energy. You know what I mean? As, as long as you stay connected to the energy of money, of like the flow of money, like you give, you receive, like you, you flow, like the more you like attach yourself to money and like, it's kind of comes from like a fear place. Like you actually must like continue to, I've read so many money books, but like <laughs> you must continue to like let it flow in your life. So sure. I'm also not like fear-based, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, no, but be smart. I mean, I had money, you know, oh, yeah. and then I didn't have money. Uh, yeah. And now I'm figuring out money again. <laughs> and yeah. I never want to get to that place where yeah. I have no money again. Yeah. Like I'll never do that again. Yeah. Like yeah. there is a real, not out yeah. of a fear place, out of like a no. Oh, yeah. I fucking will not do that yeah, again. Absolutely. It's that feeling when you actually fumble the bag when, uh, yeah. when it all goes away it's awful i'm glad That's it happened crazy. i needed to learn it but damn uh, but you were young i was young you no that was young. it and like, I no one it, told you to invest or anything like no that? they did but we did but and i thought did. it would last forever <laughs> you know yeah, yeah i yeah. thought it would keep coming That's in crazy. forever <gasps> and it didn't as oh an gosh. actor like Things started paying less. You know, we're yeah. on fucking strike now because of it. Oh, um, shit. But yeah, things started paying less. Residuals were less. Like, I started booking less, and I never thought that was going to happen. And all of a sudden, everything was going down. Um, wow. And all of a sudden, I was out. I can't say I can relate because I don't think it's been that much money. But, like, I've been in a contract for, like, the past, like, six years with a consistent brand deal. And there's just, like, a lot of stuff going on right now yeah. with it. Like, major crazy stuff. And... Yeah, I'm kind of looking at a place where it's like, oh my God. Like, that might not I be there. I might not have that consistent. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to like focus on creating my own businesses and not sure. like relying on anyone. You know That's what I mean? And when it. you have creativity, yeah. it's endless. You yeah. just have to, and you can't be afraid to fail. Yeah. You, you just have to try. You know what yeah. I mean? And keep trying, keep trying. And you can't be afraid of failure. And Yeah. Well, you have the force of your family too. You, the, right. the, the Seikos are like <laughs> a fucking... <laughs> You guys Wolfpack. are, yeah, you guys are like a force. Your brother does the videography, mm. your sister does the clothes and- And my mom also. And your mom, like I yeah. went to your house for a party, uh, whatever, a year ago. Or, yeah. And it was actually kind of trippy because, so for a lot of my life, my family was that place. Like Aww. we had a house in the hills. Yeah. We had the dope pack yard. Aww. My family, the vibe was similar to oh, yours really? where it feels like your parents are everybody's parents. Yeah, like your yeah, parents yeah. are all your friends' Aww. parents. Like I had that for a lot of my life was like, we were that. We were up on the Hollywood Hill. That's crazy. And like we would always have all the people over. And when I got to your party, like it actually was this like weird. Nostalgia. Nostalgia of like, whoa, like this was my family for a mm long time and yeah. then my parents actually split and oh. all that went away and it was strange being in your guys space because of oh. that I was like this literally was us this That's we crazy. were the house that everyone came to partied with everyone my parents were friends with everyone but also like the parents of everyone yeah, 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 everyone loved being over <laughs> the parents. my parents are actually in the middle of a divorce right now as well are you serious yeah in the same house it's crazy are you serious it's crazy bugazi yeah totally serious <sighs> 
Yeah, but it's okay. Like, you know, you're older. When did your parents' divorce happen? Oh, yeah. Really? When you were younger? Okay. So, yeah, I mean, at this point, like, they've been fighting for so long. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Um, They've been, like, at this point, I just want them to be happy. You know what I mean? But we still have all these businesses together. It's like, we got to get the job done. No one's going to leave. And, like, we're Spanish and kind of crazy. So, like, we're still living in the same household. I feel like if we were, like, American, like, maybe my dad would have, like, left already. They're going through a divorce, (laughs) and all three of their children are in the house. You guys are fucking crazy. I'm telling you, we're just bad shit. But <laughs> we're first generation Americans, you know, me and my, yeah, my yeah. siblings. Yeah. So like my parents got here from Venezuela and Colombia, like in their like 20s, 30s. So like they're just figuring it out. You know what I mean? Like I feel like as a first generation American, I definitely feel like you're still trying to like climb out of that like third world ladder in a way. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. And, like even though my parents figured it out at one point, yeah. they still to this day you know, struggled with like immigration issues. Yeah. And so like, we're just like trying to freaking make it for them. And yeah. like, they're there with us and like, yeah. they're working their ass out. Like it's just, it's unconventional. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. At yeah. The, if we were just like a normal American family. Yeah. No, <laughs> you guys, left, are, you so, guys like, are not, a, yeah, but not you're normal. already them together. You're not a normal American <laughs> family. I went to your fucking house. It's covered in like rainbow colors. <laughs> you're all there partying together. You're rainbow. grown children yeah. living there. <laughs> dancing and having like a rave in your backyard i'm like no it's not typical already freaks yeah yeah you guys are funky people it's nice it is funky it's nice i will say in my experience and it sounds like our families are different in some regards i will say there was a lot of pain to my parents divorce however Mm -hmm. as it played itself out and as the years have gone by like there's still things i miss in terms of my family being together but it did propel me into more of my own adulthood and into more of my life and my ability in life and my independence in life. Mm -hmm. And that's okay, you know? Everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. You know, when I had my enlightenment, quotes started to make sense. I used to read that quote and be like, okay, everything happens for a reason, whatever. Now I'm like, oh my God. Like that was literally meant for my journey on this planet. Right. In this lifetime, that was meant to happen. You wouldn't be who you are today. Nope. With the good and the bad, you know what I mean? Exactly. It left us with a little bit of trauma. Oh yeah, yeah. No, there's still wounds that come from, like it's not light when these things happen. That everything happens for a reason is like, yes. Yeah. But that doesn't come without a cost. Yeah. Like there is a cost. There's a wound. There's stuff to process yeah but it's what you're meant to heal yes on this like i do you believe that we come on this earth and we pick our parents and we like pick all this stuff before do you believe that because i do (laughs) (laughs) i know the theory and i like i said i mean i don't know these days like yes in part yes in that regard like yes i think my life you my it? life path is my life path. All the bad is actually leading me to more healing, more yeah. of myself, more. Yeah. 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 And that's why like life is happening for you, not to you. Like mm-hmm. that's like literally the guide because some shitty shit goes down yeah. in everyone's life. And you're like, and then that's when like people turn to like, but why? Like, why did God do this to me? And it's like, he didn't do anything to you because there's people going through way worse stuff and there's people going through just these really nice smooth amazing lives and Mm -hmm. it's like that's why i strongly believe like and this is going to get even more spiritual but like we have many lives and then you come each life to evolve something specific so you get put these parents and you get you know some people get like 
dealt a harder hand, like mm-hmm. an alcoholic parent or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's like, and they have to grow through that. And they mm-hmm. have to, like, if we remain in these, like, you know, this whole financial hardship, like if I remain in this like victim place where I grew up and I was like, yeah, no, man, that's like for lucky people. Like, mm. no, like it was all meant to like fuel something. It's happening for you, not to you. And it's how you go about it. It's how you reacted life Yeah, is, is my belief. Yeah, I know what you're saying. How I would frame it is Mm. life is full of suffering. Like it really is. Life is hard and we face challenges and we have emotions. Like Mm -hmm. shit just (laughs) good or bad, it's going to feel some type of way and that's hard. How to make it through life is meaning. Mm. And that can be done a lot of different ways. You saying that my entire life is about me making meaning out of, yeah. My struggles is mm-hmm. me choosing my problems, is me choosing the challenges yeah. so that you can find meaning to move forward. And that's it. It's just like whatever Ooh. you're going through, yeah, don't get stuck right. too long in feeling like it's happening to yeah. you yeah. and that other people deserve good life, but you don't. Yeah. yeah. We all do. Yeah. You have to find the meaning to like pursue that, you know? Life's what you make it. It really oh, is, brother. It's so, it's so crazy. Yeah. You have a great way with words. That was so well explained. I I am learning, you know. <laughs> I articulate a lot learning? on a podcast. Never, hopefully. <laughs> Never, Never, right? Hopefully. I want to be a student of life forever. I would hope so. But I, I will say I have gone through phases where like I more often than not believe what you're saying. However, I have gone through times of life where even though I've learned the lesson that this too shall pass and I've learned Mm -hmm. the lesson that everything happens for a reason, even though I had learned those lessons before and believed them, I've gone through phases in my life where I couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel, where like really on a true level, I'm like, I can't see hope. Like everything hurts right now. Everything's going in the wrong direction, wrong. And even in my most positive mind i actually can't see how to make it through this time because i've been there i have a hard time just saying flat out (laughs) everything happens for a reason (laughs) for sure even though i believe it but i also know you can find yourself at a time in your life where like you kind of lose the sense of that and you kind of have to walk through the dark for a while and just trust you're one step in front of you. Like Absolutely. just trust. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't see my big meaning. I can't see my big vision, yeah. but let me just keep taking a fucking step forward every day. And hopefully yeah. I'll find the path, you know? Yeah. Is that where faith comes in? Kind of. Is that yeah. why people are so attached to like religion and like they're, I think that's why. I it's think like they so. just want to believe in something. I think so. And it makes sense. That's and why it, you can't yeah. discount it. Like yeah. that has a purpose in yeah, life. Like absolutely. I think a lot of us modern kids, yeah. like you judge that. Like, oh, yeah. people are just holding on to their faith to make it through yeah. life. Like, yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, what else are you going to hold up? <laughs> duh. Like, yeah, that's actually, don't say that as a flippant thing. That's actually a really important thing. Yeah. And whether your faith is in religion or like uh-huh. yourself or your books or, right, yeah. or just soul, like, yeah, Whatever man. Whatever it is. Faith Believe does, in something. Yeah, and belief in something that you can't see. Like, when I couldn't see my way through what I was feeling, there was some foundation of faith in life or self yeah. mm-hmm. that if I just keep fucking moving forward, life will open up again, you know? Yeah. Amen. Um, and I do have some faith in 
you know, some form of God, just maybe not, you know, religion. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I feel kind of the same. Like I grew up Christian, I guess. Yeah. And yeah, then my I grew mom. Up Catholic. Yeah. I think my mom was Catholic and then we grew up like Christian. I don't know. We tried so many different churches. And then I think my mom started to like get into like the spiritual realm. Mm-hmm. We went to Kabbalah. Do you know what Kabbalah oh, yeah. is? Yeah, yeah. We went to like Jewish Kabbalah. Mysticism. Yep. Sure. And so we just were all over the place. Like we clearly weren't attached to like, you know, the Catholicism yeah. and then Christianity. Just seeking. Yeah. But my mom still loves Jesus. Connection. Like, sure. Love all the greats. Sure. Have you ever been to the yoga? <laughs> all the greats. <laughs> <laughs> they are like I love Buddha. All the greats, Jesus. I love Buddha. Buddha. I love Krishna. I love. Yeah. Um, who is no, it? I Allah. study a lot of it. I yeah. think that it's it's really it's. See, this is my thing with religion is that I don't judge it. I actually love when people are religious. I think it's so not cute, but I'm like that's <laughs> awesome. Like that's awesome. Yeah. Like yeah, they're yeah. so passionate about something. Yeah. My issue with it is where they think that there's no other way. Exactly. And it's like this thing where it's like, this exactly. is like, this is the way and the you're way. going to hell. And it's yeah. like, what? Like, literally, if you think about the world, everybody was literally just born in different places. So they were born into different religions that all really essentially say the same thing, kind of like, right? You believe that like there's one power like of like beauty and yeah. then there's like a dark power of people who believe sure. in religion, right? Like, sure. and that's just like even people who believe in yin yang, like that's just life, like having faith in something and then there's like the dark side of it. Like every single religion pretty much says the same thing. But I think I lean a little more towards Buddhism yeah. because I really do think that I control my path, not like my life, you know what mm. I mean? But then that's going back to the whole thing, like did you choose it like before mm-hmm. birth? I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, I have like that whole thing with religion. I think it's really beautiful. I definitely think faith is, like yeah, whatever form you gotta have faith. Whatever form you gotta I think it's have awesome. faith. You have to because you will come up against life that yeah that you need to have faith for. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. you don't, you'll become a nihilist. It will make sense to not believe anything matters <sighs> or anything's good. And, and that, there's definitely people a, that you know that, that are that, that way. I yeah. know, and that's a slippery slope. Like where I said, meaning is like mm-hmm. the antidote to suffering. Yeah nihilism is not like if you don't believe in anything and if you believe nothing matters and you believe mm. ev- like everything's a wash yeah your life it's gonna be dull you're gonna hurt it's gonna hurt more yeah yeah that's how i felt before my enlightenment yeah and like my mom like taking us around to all these like different yeah catholic christian churches and we went to kabbalah and it still didn't make sense yeah. i remember when my parents would play the secret yeah. Do you remember the secret? Sure. Yeah. Sure. And like law of attraction. Sure. And like that was the first manifestation thing that really ever come out, yeah, that I was, think. Probably not ever, but that was the yeah. big that was the big But the more mainstream one, yeah. one that like yeah. kind of hit it. Like oh, the yeah. law of attraction, the oh, secret. Yeah. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And I remember listening to it when I was like 18 and I was like, this is such bullshit. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, turn this off. Like I didn't believe, I didn't understand. Sure. So that was another big thing that happened, like when I found my passion and when that yeah. whole era of like enlightenment that yeah. happened. Like I didn't even know what the word enlightenment met yeah i was just like in light light what happens but yeah. when that happened i like i was crying a lot in my life too i was like what's happening like do i believe in god like <laughs> is there a god i'm like am i god <laughs> why am i not scared i had an ego death i think that's another way of saying enlightenment is like my ego just like fully died and i was like oh my god <laughs> i don't have a i don't have fear of anything even though i have nothing yeah, in well, my life well like you said you were following the crowd a lot yeah. and looking to the crowd for where you should go mm-hmm. which leads to certain identities and conditioning that isn't coming from you and through you yep. it's you're being conditioned and 
that's a fearful place to be. Yeah. It's scary to not have a sense of self. It's actually scary because yeah. you don't have a sense of self. Yeah. You don't have ground. But so you're looking around scared. Mm -hmm. So to have self-realization, enlightenment, whatever you want to call it, yeah. uh, ego death, and, all and good words for it. And the crazy thing is, is people don't even know that they're living like this. Of course not. And so when you have no one it, you're like, choose that. Oh my, no one would choose I mean? that. It's like, just, you don't know you're living it. Like, you're trying to find it yeah. and you don't even know. And you don't even, I didn't even know what I was missing out on. Of course. Yeah, you couldn't. <laughs> That's the craziest part. But I think like my biggest testimony to like what kind of happened in my life and we had nothing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we, they had, like I told you, my parents had lost everything yeah, when so they wild. were like 11, when I was like 11, went through high school with like paycheck to paycheck, like barely making it through, but they still made it through because we were positive at what we had but it was like one of those uncontrollable things because of their immigration status yeah. and it, they only can get jobs that were under the table Damn. which were like small paying jobs Damn. like working at a phone store or yeah. something like that like it was rough yeah, you can't build back a, yeah, yeah like they literally went from owning their own like molding emporium yeah. it was literally called molding emporium <laughs> like in boca raton it was like the store it was like a really like we were like well off yeah always vacation in the keys like this is a florida yeah. thing yeah, yeah, yeah. and then lost Everything like my dad was working at a Boost Mobile store, Damn. and then my mom was like working at like a Quince store. Like everything was just under the table. Then I started working, and I was like a bartender at first at a pizza store, but then at like a bartender when I turned eighteen. And everything was to help the family. Everything yeah. like getting loans so that I can help my brother's school. Like wow. every everything was like my loans. It was all craziness. And when this happened to me when I was twenty one and I was in college, and I found my passion and I had my ego death and I was like, what am I doing in college? I left college. I started pursuing social media and literally my faith drove me to LA with my family. Like we didn't get out of our situation until I kind of got us out of it. Wow. Like my parents, then they had nothing to lose working at a phone store doing this. Yeah. They were like, we we're going to go with anywhere. you guys. Yeah. Like we're going to be your assistant. We're going to work the, this clothing line. We're going to do everything based, literally based off of that moment that I had. Wow. Falling in love with house music, falling in love with shuffling, wow. pursuing social media. And then from there, my brother was already starting film and my sister did love already fashion. But through that, like it kind of gave us like a, a purpose a to like get together. Yeah. And so that's why like, it is kind of a massive wow. testimony to me that like just literally believing in myself, choosing my junior year of college to leave this shithole. No offense to UCF. <laughs> but, but I was just, no offense, CCF. It was a great school and I had great to friends. Leave this shithole. But like, I was a shithole situation yeah, mentally. Course. I was like, oh my God, like, what am I doing here? Like, I'm sure there's people that are passionate to be a lawyer because that's what I want to do with Polly yeah, Sai. But like, that was not me. And then when I woke Dude, up I and I realized I want to be an entertainer. Fucking... Can you imagine? I no. mean, maybe. <laughs> my lever moon, my lever moon, all the, the balance. Maybe no, I would have been a good lawyer. As a lawyer. Yeah, no, absolutely not. I'm too spunky. Yeah, that's yeah. Just, that would not work. Exactly. But I always, like, deep down wanted artistry and I wanted to express my art and dance and I had it in me, but I just didn't believe in myself until that moment that I literally started to believe in myself and let faith, like, lead me. Mm. The fact that I was able to change my whole family's situation. It's unbelievable. It was wild. And, well, a lot of it had to do with all of our energies. Like, my mom, when she was like, Let's move to LA. Well, right. I, at first I came here for like some little event, an influencer event that I had. And then when I came back, I was like, we should move to LA. She was like, oh, you want to move to LA? <laughs> and she's like the strongest energy of our house. She was like, we're going to move to LA in August then. She was like, we're going to start saving up. And then one thing led to another. I remember I got a boyfriend like in June and I was like, I don't want to move to LA anymore. I want to stay in Miami and all this stuff. And she's like, she's no, like we're, we're still moving, moving to LA. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't just like my financial like right. situation that got us out of it, but like everyone's energy being like, we're going to do this shit 
got faith, us believing in the vision that you in laid nothing out. that you can see right but knowing that we had the power and the creativity in us yeah in you guys as a family yeah. and you as an artist so like it's wild that it that really is it wild is crazy. This is, i don't know that I, I don't know if i'd ever told you that but that's, no like my literally my instagram that you found like yeah. my little shuffle videos is the reason why my family got out it, of our situation that, that is we were fascinating in. and not Isn't just that, that you're saying like you were studying poli sci and kind <laughs> of going with the herd yeah um having this moment yeah which i think many people have experienced at a music festival which is <laughs> whatever the insight is yours was oh my god i you know i'm artist dance yeah I house dance. music, all that self-expression whatever the insight is at that festival mm -hmm. it doesn't always have to be that but I think a lot of people experience that in that free space we're talking about where yeah. you have that insight to like, whoa, life can be more yeah. and I can be more I and can I can be more. be more authentically me. And usually with that comes like a little spark of a dream, um, oh, a little spark Holly. of clarity of a direction or a vision. Yeah. But you can come back from that music festival and just chalk it up to the music festival <laughs> and go back to your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like... You like rode the wave. You myself. actually, yeah, you actually like took that in. Yeah. I think it's because it was always in there. Like of it course. was always in there. Like I always wanted to be a singer and I always wanted to be you a dancer. When I was in high school, like I was a cheerleader, but I would watch the band. I remember I would leave my cheer team and go watch the dancers in the band. Like I loved wow, yeah. that art because cheer is cool, but it's a little dry. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But dry. that was, yeah. But that was, you know, what my rhythm got me up until like right. I wasn't good enough to join a dance team at the time. But I remember I was like front seat with my popcorn, like ready to watch the dance team, ready to watch the band. The band would literally make, bring tears to my eyes. The music, like I the loved high school it. band. I loved the high school band. Wow. Yeah. The high school <laughs> band with the what were the girls? With the Oh, I loved it. It was it was like fire to my soul. Like wow. I would not miss a halftime show wow. ever. Like all the girls would go eat. I'm like, mm -mm. I loved it. And so it, because it was deep inside me and yeah. I went to this music festival that I was rejecting my whole life. Like yep. ugh, when I saw it and I was just like there and I realized like, I want to do this. And then I, it really, it was seeing the dancers in the circles and I was like, what are they doing with their feet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm what like, is I have this? rhythm. I was a cheerleader. I ran like a crazy. Bitch. Like I used to run like 10 miles a day. Yeah. So I was like the running man. I was like, I, I can, can do that. I can do this. I run. No, I literally was like, I can do this. And then I saw the girl laying on social media. I was like, this looks kind of easy. <laughs> and yeah, it, I also yeah. think it's like also everything in life is like right place, right time, destiny. Yep. And yep. you know, no one was posting on social media in 2016. Nope. I posted like one video of me being horrible at shuffling and it like kind of blew up. And I was yeah. like, Okay, and I just like trusted my gut and kept going. So circumstance is everything too. I mean, like yeah. it's hard to be like super faith based and like there's no one yeah, really no, no. there. You if, know what I mean? If there's no support, no, no, no. It's the kinda, faith has to meet support, right does. time, right place. Either yeah. energetic support yeah. from the universe or uh -huh. literal support from your yeah. parents being like, "We're doing this." Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, my, I've been my, very blessed my, in that sense. My, I am who I am because my family at an early age supported my energy they're yeah. like oh you want to perform like let's keep putting you in spaces yeah. to perform and that kept progressing to la to yeah. meds to all this where like, do, where are you from originally georgia oh Atlanta. no way yeah. we're the east coast east coast southern motherfuck is over here yeah um and yeah, then you Atlanta. guys moved out here for your show yeah your whole family yeah <gasps> oh my god yeah that's so, amazing so like yeah as much faith in myself as yeah. i had it came from support, support. from my family Absolutely. believing in me too and not just believing in me, 
literally taking steps to yeah. put me in the place to do things, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But then you were on your own. Yeah. You still have to, you still have to navigate, you know, your fucking growing up. life. Yeah. <laughs> growing up. Huh? I thank you. <laughs> navigate growing up. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, yeah. So it's like kind, of kind of a, a mix of those mm. things. But yeah. that really is fascinating to have such a kind of clear moment of shifting and then your whole family yeah. supporting the dream and building in their own dream with yeah. it of like, mm-hmm. and you guys got a sick house yeah. and I strongly out there creating. It's, it's a big blessing. It's, it's a, a big beautiful blessing. thing. It's not always the easiest thing in the world. Like working with your family, <laughs> oh, I can't. working with your family, like <laughs> not being able to like go away from them at yeah. the end of the day. Like your yeah. work is your work and then you go home, but like your home so the but for me, the home is the, the work and the family. And it's like, it's a bit of a, it's a struggle, but I could like, I, I don't care. Like the glass half full. Will, I will yeah. always look at the glass half full in that situation. Like, I don't know. Well, and it's leading you all somewhere. Yeah, it is absolutely leading us somewhere. And like you're moving. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I can get really in my head about really not progressing at all, mm. especially recently. Like, I don't know this being on social media, like when the algorithm is not doing well, you literally think it's you. I know. It's not the algorithm. I know. You're like, I know. it's me. It happens I to suck. me too. I lost my spark. Like, TikTok changed and then shit gets less views and you go, I'm shitty. I'm a fraud. Yeah. How could you have millions of followers and you got like a thousand likes? I'm literally a fraud. But it's like, it's, it's bullshit. this algorithm is so, like only a year ago I was having <laughs> great engagement. Everything had like 40,000 likes, like 300,000 views, enough for what my conversion yeah, should sense. be. Yeah, yeah. But now it's just ridiculous. Like it's literally ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And I am so mad at social media recently. And so it makes me look within. I'm like, am I not doing enough? Like, no, just- am I going backwards like am I not progressing am I not growing like just keep evolving and keep figuring out what you want to create that's not just social media like social media has to be part of the game and and part of what we create but like keep you know you I I saw you like taught around the country like massive groups of people like just keep asking yourself what you want to create and not get so anxious and caught up in the algorithms changing and shit you know what I mean working on it yeah (laughs) exactly because I I go through the same shit and then I'm like no what do I want to make like yeah and let me just keep being consistent with that you know yes absolutely and And keep figuring out where I want to get yeah absolutely I think right now we were talking about music yeah that's like what I'm focusing on right now that's next for you it's my voice you haven't have you put out songs yet no that's what I thought. No, I have like some covers, but I'm very hard on myself right now. I think it's because I'm still learning too. Like with dance, it was so easy to just be like, here's my shuffle video. Like I suck. Both. But here you go. <laughs> but you yeah. know what I mean? But here and people are like, woo. I think with singing, it's a little different. Like if you're like flat and all over the yeah, place, yeah. like it's just, no, it's, it's not. it <laughs> I feel like it's very different. <laughs> it's got to sound good. Dances are expressive. Yeah. Like anyone it can, be, can do it. Yeah, you know it can I mean? be messy and be, still be, you can you still know, watch it. But when it comes to like yeah. music. No, it's got to sound good. It's the whole thing. So, and it's not that it's bad, but right now, you know, I'm building that. So cool. I'm in like, I'm in a good place. I'm, I have faith, you know, I'm, you have to remind yourself of your intention and your purpose in this life. Yeah. It's not about being famous. It's not about, you know, it can get caught up to that, you know, cause it's like, it feels good. Like numbers and ego and yeah. stuff but it's like you have to remember why you're doing things and yeah. what your intention is like what are you going to say through your music what are you going to say through your art so yeah that's and, constantly what i'm going back to and the thing that you said at the beginning which is like joy it's yeah. like what oh. what feels good to create yes oh, I love and to keep sing. moving into I love it and that changes over time so keep keep checking in with that yes absolutely um, yeah 
Yo, so great to have you on. I'm excited awesome. to hear eventually when music comes <laughs> from you. Is it going to be in the EDM world or? That's what we're figuring out right now. Cool. Yeah. EDM is like what works with my fan base, right? But right. like, and what people probably want to hear, but I love me some Billie Eilish, Renee Rapp, Olivia yeah, well, Rodrigo. <laughs> yeah, so well, I don't that's know. still, you could do, you know, a you mixture. could have a couple EDM that's still, like Billie Eilish could put out kind of a more housey totally. song and it would fit she has. still. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you could Or make something that. that's never been done before. That's, sure. That's. Sure. That's a whole different conversation. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're, we're, I'm in no rush. I know I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Cool. I have to remind myself that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for coming on. Aww. I wish I had time to learn shuffling from you <laughs> so we can make a video. I've never properly shuffled, but it, man, it looks fun. I actually did see this guy on TikTok recently. He had just posted like, it was so great. He just posted like, guys, I just spent the last two months like learning the basics of shuffling on YouTube. And it's bringing me so much joy. Aww. And it was just him like on a tennis court with his headphones in. And he's Aww. like, if you have the time to do this, like do this. And it was just him learning online. All right. We got a private lesson on Wednesday then. Okay. okay. Got it? Okay. You got to feel it. It feels so good. I believe. Everybody needs to shuffle. I believe. Woo! Yeah. I got to get back to an EDM show. It's been a minute. I love oh going. God. I you love go. those places. Go to a rave. I, yes. Catch me at the rave. Yep. Um, <laughs> Van, I like to leave the listeners with... Even though this episode was full of wisdom, I'd like to leave them with one final piece of advice or tip um, for their growing up journey. So what would you say? So it's not mine, but it's something that I heard on the Oscars from, oh my God, I should know his name. Ki. He, yes. Ki Hui Kwan. Ki Hui Kwan. And it literally brought tears to my eyes and it brings tears to my eyes every day that I think about it. But he said... Don't ever give up on your dreams because I almost gave up on mine mm. as he's like holding his Oscar. Mm. And it happens like you can fall so out of rail sometimes and like be so lost. But like don't stop. Like don't give up. He almost did. And look where he ended up. I love that. I think that like changed. That literally changed me in my drive. So beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Where it. can people find you? Van Seco on all platforms. V-A-N-S-E-C-O-O. And your name's Vanessa, right? Vanessa Seco with one S. Vanessa with one S, not two. Van Seco. On all the things, go watch this girl shuffle. It's (laughs) so fun to watch. Thank you. You bring so much energy and joy. And then you guys have your clothing brand that's like all this colorful, beautiful shit. Go check out the Seikos and Van. Thank you. And thank you for freaking having me. This is like whoever would have thought. Like me, insecure in high school, not thinking I would ever be an artist like here today being interviewed by someone that I used to watch when I was little mm-hmm. is an honor and just you're doing so great for yourself. Thank you so much. Thanks. You're Thanks, changing fam. the world. One, one That's right. One piece of creativity at a time. Absolutely. Okay. Bye friends. <laughs> thank you. And thank you for freaking having me. This is like whoever would have thought like me insecure in high school, not thinking I would ever be an artist like here today being interviewed by someone that I used to watch when I was little mm-hmm. is an honor and just you're doing so great for yourself. Thank you so much. Thanks. You're Thanks, changing fam. the world. One, one That's right. At a time. One piece of creativity at a time. Absolutely. Okay. Bye friends. <laughs>